0: Uh, I used to tell my students not to idealize Japan, because uh, many people see Japan like a like perfect, like everything is beautiful, and 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 of course there are many 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 beautiful things, but they, it has like a, as I said, everything has uh, the dark side, you know, like the dark side of the moon.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Success Japan podcast. This is your host, Lydie Buchelman. My main goal here is to create an easily accessible resource for those who want to develop Japan-specific communication skills, especially in business. While I can't and won't promise to make you fluent in Japanese, I hope that you will walk away from each episode with a skill, piece of information, or shifted mindset that will help you be more effective in your interactions with Japanese business people. Before we get into the episode today, I wanted to take a quick second to thank the people who have taken the time to rate and review the podcast so far. It goes a long way to helping people find and learn from the show, so I really appreciate it. My first review was actually from Kasha Mish who I believe is Kasha of Michigan, who is actually my very first guest on the podcast. Here's the review that she left. Lydia does a very good job with teaching you the phrases as well as giving you the background to understand why it is important. Nicely done! If you haven't already heard her episode, you should definitely check it out. She covered the topic of Horenso, and it's actually the very first interview I've had on this podcast, but she was gracious enough to kind of be my guinea pig, so be sure to check that out. She has a lot of great information to share. All right, so today's guest is Byron Peron, a Venezuelan native now based in Madrid, whose mission is to provide creative people such as himself with the skills they need for success in Japan. His company, which I will probably butcher the pronunciation of, Contacto Japan, specifically addresses the Spanish-speaking community, but he's very active on LinkedIn in both English and Spanish, so he's definitely worth following there. He even has a podcast with the same name as his company, so also be sure to check it out if you're a Spanish speaker. But before we get into today's episode, let's go over a little bit of Japanese. In the previous episode, we covered an important word in Japanese business that roughly translates to betterment or improvement. Kaizen. ka Z Kaizen. Today we'll go over a phrase that has come up a few times on the show so far, but is definitely worth learning properly. Kuki o yomu. Kuu yomu. Kuki is a word that can mean everything from air to mood or situation. Yomu means to read, and o is the Japanese particle that connects the direct object to the verb of the sentence. Be sure to check out the description of the episode to see the structure. So the literal translation of this sentence would be to read the air, but the closest equivalent expression in English would probably be to read the room. But essentially, it means to pay close enough attention to the people you're interacting with to understand what's going on without the need for anyone to explain it explicitly, and also to adapt your own behavior accordingly. As Japan has a notoriously high context culture, this is an important idea to wrap your head around. And Byron will touch on this a little bit later in the episode. So without any further delay, let's get into today's conversation.
0: Uh, well, first of all, I want to thank you for this opportunity and also congratulate you for your uh, wonderful podcast. I've been listening to almost all your episodes and you're doing a great job so i'm very honored i'm very pleased to be part of your work and i want to thank you for that my name is byron baron i am from venezuela uh, actually uh, currently based in madrid since 2014. Uh, my uh, my story with japan my love um, with Japan started when I was uh, eight years old. I was suffering uh, bullying at the school and my dad uh, was tired of that and sick of that and uh, almost every day um, some uh, some boy um, did, well, you know, bullying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then my father took me to karate lessons and everything started there. I was so impressed because even though my teacher, my sensei was not Japanese, uh, he had been training and he had a very close relationship with Japan and his Japanese sensei. So he took all that uh, experience, that um, uh, discipline and even the, the style of the dojo, uh, the tatami, everything was so Japanese. At, at the time, I didn't have any idea of a real uh, Japanese dojo. But then when I practiced Aikido and Kendo in, in Tokyo, I uh, first time I went into uh, a real Japanese dojo, my f- very first dojo at home came to my mind. That experience uh, was really, really strong, really important in my life and uh, and I would say that took me uh put me in in the in, in the way um of Japanese soul or Japanese feeling or culture as, uh, as you uh, as you can say um, then when well, I grew up and uh, I didn't continue with karate but like almost 10 years um after I was about 18, 19, I was uh, uh, at the university, I, I started practicing Aikido uh, because a friend of mine, he invited me to, to an Aikido lesson and uh, I was attracted by Aikido, but I had never practiced it. And then from Aikido, um, I started Sazen, practicing Zen meditation. And that was like a, like a baptism. I would say it was like a very very strong connection with meditation, with Japanese philosophy, um, with uh, this um, Japanese point of view or um, uh, approaching or or feeling your surroundings and 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 your communication with yourself and and the people, um, the concepts of silence the concept of saying, well, the concept, no. <laughs> it's difficult to, to put it in a concept, but um, to make it short, I decided to study in Japan and I applied for the monbusho scholarship. That time was uh, Papa monbusho we called it. <laughs> and, and I was um, lucky, I was one, one of the two students uh, granted that year, and, and and then I went to Tokyo to study. Well, I started in Saitama Daigaku I, uh, University. I had to um, take a six month intensive course on Japanese and Japanese culture there. And then I started my research in, um, in art. I studied art and performing arts specifically. And then I went to Tokyo National University of the Arts, Tokyo um, Geijutsu Daigaku, and, and studied music there. In two thousand four, I got my master's degree. And then, uh, well, I went to I went back to Venezuela. I had had an exper uh, a working experience. Um, well, as I think ninety nine percent of the foreigners of foreigners have uh, teaching uh, English and also Spanish in my case to to kids. But also I had a very fruitful and very rich experience in the field of um, fashion and also on the entertainment. I mean, uh, music and and television also. So, well, I I went back to Venezuela Um, then Almost a year later, I was invited to work at the World Expo uh, Aichi Banpaku in 2005. And after that, um, from 2005 to 2008, I worked at the Embassy of Japan in Venezuela uh, with the consul. And from 2008 to 2013, five years, my, my last uh, experience with a direct experience with working with Japanese people was at, uh, at, with Sojits Corporation as a brand manager for Mitsubishi Motors. Uh, first, directly on the advertising and marketing team and, and then at the technical office with uh, engineering and projects. So, well, that's my story with Japan. I tried to make it short, but...
1: No, I love how <laughs> <that just is. laughs> diverse and deep and, yeah, broad all of your experiences are. It's, it's great to see how many different things you can do in a single career. Even though it all surrounds one topic, it's still so many different opportunities you can break into, which is awesome.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, when I see my, my CV, when I was looking for a job here in Spain... Uh, Some people say, okay, it would be difficult because you are not first, you study art, but you never had a a, a direct and and solid experience in art. But then when I realized that all my working experience, even though it was apparently, not apparently, directly or or, or very clearly from different areas, it has one like a... Uh, uh, essence a common point which was the the connection with Japanese language and and culture so in the end I said well uh, if this is my like my core so I I would follow that and and now I I will focus all my work in uh, on promoting uh, this information I have this experience I have and that's what I'm doing now and and your second question is about isn't it
1: right yes i'd like i'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're doing now because there is such a need for quality information and sharing that information well with people so could you tell us a little bit about your work right now
0: Uh, sure sure i i'm working i'm almost completely dedicated to contactohapon.com which is a website dedicated to promote japanese language and culture And now, specifically to students and professionals on creative fields. And why did I specify on that? Because when I started uh, in Venezuela, I was so in love with many areas, and and I had, and I wanted to take advantage of all my contacts on, on, on different fields. So <laughs> I was very naive at that time, I think, because I wanted to talk about architecture, music, arts, food, tourism, economics, everything. Mm-hmm. Then I realized that I was, like a, I was not focusing on anything uh, special and, and I was wasting um, work, time and energy. And it took me like four years to realize that, and also martial arts, of course. Uh, but in the end, I uh, realized that I had to 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 focus on, uh, on on the most important part of my community. Then I checked all my contacts and my database, my 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 history, my. All the people I was working with, my students, and, and I realized that more than half of all that people were directly or indirectly related to, to creative uh, careers. They were either designers, photographers, uh, chefs, uh, filmmakers, writers, etc. So I said, okay, I, I, I should concentrate uh, communication, content, activities uh, on that public, on, on, on that, uh, dedicated to, to that people, uh, to these areas. And from that, it was like a reborn. It was like a, uh, it flourished. It was more um, the reaction uh, were much more positive and, and and meaningful also so that's why I'm I'm, I'm, I'm doing this emphasis on, on on the promotion of Japanese culture for students and professionals and creative careers
1: yeah I really love that just because at least in my thinking um, before hearing you talk about it I kind of thought about Japanese learning in three categories where you had Um, academic, like if you were planning and going to college, you would have a certain path that you go on a certain grammar points that you focus on and things like that. Business, of course, kind of has its own important subsection that if you're going for business, you need to learn some things and don't need to bother with other things. And then like just general language skills, which most textbooks probably cover. So I love that you niche down a little bit to focus on your demographic
0: exactly so, yeah and also because i think that um in a more sensitive or or deep sense i think that uh seeing what is happening around uh we need more art we need more uh sensitivity we we, we need more creation we need more i mean my might sound like a romantic you know, but we need more beauty we need more creation, uh, art in, in, in our life, in our everyday. So uh, I think that Japan, uh, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I used to tell my students not to idealize Japan because uh, many people see Japan like a, like perfect, like everything is beautiful and 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 of course there are many 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 beautiful things but the it has like a, as i said everything has uh, the dark side you know, like the dark side of the moon just uh yeah i i i, I decided to 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 focus uh, on to work and dedicate my work to this community because uh, i think that japan has uh, a. Wide and uh, a very big, extensive um, palette of resources to inspire people from from any uh, creative career. You can find lots of resources to to create, to develop your 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 work, your artistic work, and 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 I since that's what I lived there. I I want to help. Um, people to to reach it also to to fulfill that that purpose also
1: mm-hmm. i like that you make a point of instilling in your students not to think of japan as a promised land because i majored in japanese in college and a lot of the people in my class kind of looked at japan that way and the majority of the people who were most I guess blindly optimistic about Japan being a perfect country where they would come into their own and fit in completely um, tended to really burn out hard once things started sure. getting difficult in Japan. So,
0: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, uh, and especially yeah, and when you don't have, um, and I think we will talk about this later. But uh, if you don't have some basic. Um, resources to understand uh, Japanese people, it won't be that um, promised land, as you said.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can't read yeah. people, it's going to be hard to function very well in society. You're just going to be walking around confused. And yeah, it, yeah. understanding the culture is very important. So then... It's essential. Yeah, it's essential So a lot of your work then has to do with helping people learn the culture and language skills that they need, especially in their creative careers. And are there any concepts that you share with them that you think make the biggest difference for people when they go to Japan?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, There are many concepts. I have seen that you uh, have talked about some of them in your, in your previous interviews. Uh, and I want to talk about Ma, the concept of Ma, uh, because I think it's essential to understand uh, Japanese people, Japanese culture, because it represents the space, pause, or, or, or the lapse, both in time or space. And from my, um, it, it is. It has a lot of relevance in art and, and philosophy but since your podcast is related to business i also find well not not not, not only me but many people uh, find it uh, deeply connected to business mm-hmm. uh, ma is um it is represented with two kanjis well only one kanji sorry but this kanji is uh, composed by um, two kanjis. One is like mond from door and, and Nietzsche or he from, from sun or day. And it's like um, the Mond from which the, the, the sun or the light goes through uh, the space that allows you to, to meditate, to analyze, to step back, to take your time and uh, before acting and that has a very deep meaning in 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 communication because in art it could be uh represented on empty space on blank spaces if you talk about music in silence uh, the pow- the the pose uh, between two sounds or or in theater um um either japanese or western theater that space when the silent comes and and, and the and and the on the, the audience get like what is happening or what will happen but in in business it's also very important because it it, it might um i i would say it's necessary for both parts or both parties in in a negotiation to understand what is happening and and to prepare themselves for giving the uh, the right question. In Japanese companies, in Japanese, uh, I worked three years at the embassy and, and also five years in a corporation. And I could understand that being with Japanese, I mean, working directly with Japanese people, but, when I had to work with Japanese and Venezuelan or Spanish people, uh, I was in the middle and, and, and trying to make both parties to understand that that concept because uh, the Japanese side need, needed and, and actually took time to, to, to evaluate what was happening and, and the other, the Western side, wanted a, quicker question wanted a, a quick response and and they get they got uh, eventually got uh stressed or, or 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 anxious so those were specific times when i had to 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 explain or i had to 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 try to help explaining the concept of ma, which is uh a necessary time a necessary space to um, to feel the the atmosphere to 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 meditate to analyze and 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 reflect on, on 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 the situation you are working on
1: yeah so then what does ma have to do with effective communication is it just because people are actually taking the time to properly think through what the other person said and properly formulate what they want to say next. Is that what makes it so important in Japanese culture? Or is there something else?
0: Well, I think that effective communication comes when one part speaks, the other listened carefully, in silence, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then the second part, after listening, uh, uh, answer, and the other part listen carefully also like a real dialogue not not two people trying to um overlap the other or 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 uh, as we are used to see here in 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 western countries like three four people speaking at the same time no one is listening everyone wants to to uh, impose their their his voice or her voice in effective communication this these poses, these spaces between one idea and the answer, I think the ma is there. Uh, on everyday communication, on a business communication, I think ma is the the, the necessary pose to, to listen to the other person and take your time to answer back.
1: Yeah, what you mentioned earlier about having things take a little bit longer. It's funny seeing how all of these different concepts interact because one big reason for that long ma is probably another Japanese concept where they have to get everybody to agree to it, it has to go through all the managers, everybody has to buy into it, and then they get back with the decision. so
0: Exactly and that, that's something we, 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 we cannot always understand and, and we are um, aware of those concepts. Just imagine people who have no idea, who have no idea on, on, on those uh realities so that that is a big gap and 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 if a company or a businessman or a manager don't doesn't have an idea of that that might um harm the the, the negotiation of that that may harm a project a whole project
1: so not it not dealing properly with this mob would it cause problems because the other party seems too pushy? Would that kind of turn off the Japanese party, or how would they react if the other party wasn't kind of matching their ma uh, it
0: depends on the uh, on the um, on the company on the on the area because if it's a a very traditional company, um, they might feel annoyed they might even retire they might uh even step back from the from from what they are doing but i would say it will i mean it's uh definitely a a a a delicate or tense point because if there is no a a a a common dual understanding um of course uh, the 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 negotiation or the process um, the business will not go as smoothly as it should go.
1: So then, in your experience, what parts of MA tend to be the hardest for people from Western cultures to deal with? Is it just these pauses in conversation, the lack of quick decision-making, turnaround? What do you think people tend to have the hardest time with?
0: With silence. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Western people and also either in, in, in everyday life or in business, uh, I've seen it from all these years, uh, they can hardly deal with silence. And, 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 and for Japanese people, silence is gold, you know? Chimoku uh, Wa King. And that is, uh, I think that, that would be an aspect of Ma, which is truly difficult to understand um, for, for Western people, what, uh, to, to deal with that silence, to, to manage um, uh, what is happening in that space when, when the Japanese party is not answering or is taking more time to, to, to offer an answer or when they just don't answer. <laughs> also, <laughs> that that may happen. Also, they just don't answer, which might be rude, of course. Or, uh, but 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 it might happen, and and sometimes it's difficult for 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 us uh, or for many of Western people to understand that silence is also uh, a, a, an answer, and I think it's the most difficult part of Ma to to. To, to understand or, or, or to simulate for, for Western people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one reason it just takes me so long to edit these episodes is because I'm obsessed with trying to trim things down, make it as efficient as possible. Just because I know that when people listen to podcasts, especially in the States, if there's a big pause, they'll just be like, oh, why isn't it going faster? Why are there all these pauses? I can't deal with this. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I understand you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, um, yeah, you see it in, 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 in theater, for example, I mean, Western theater, Japanese theater or Western music, Japanese music or paint, you have to feel in, West, uh, in the West, you have to feel everything, every space, physical or, or, or non-physical. You have to feel it with words, with, with, with sounds, with everything. Um, well, not, not in Japan. In Japan, uh, the, the, the void, the, the empty space is also meaningful. Very meaningful.
1: So then can you tell us a little bit about um, kuki o yomu? So it is, I feel like this would be very closely related to it. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and maybe how you learn how to do it, if there is a way to really learn how to do it?
0: well kuki yomu. Uh, yeah <laughs> a, that i mean for for being able to 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 understand um what is happening uh i think you might uh, you should uh, develop um like a i don't know it's a sixth sense sixth sense or uh, intuition or uh, and a special perception, just just understand that uh some specific gestures or some specific words, like you know that when they when they cannot say no, they don't want to say no, they just say ah sore wa chotto sukashine, and 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 some people don't understand it. They say okay, yeah, it's difficult, but let's try it. And no, man, he's saying no. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's something that uh, Western people don't understand. In in a moment, I didn't understand it. Also, I thought it, it, he was saying just uh, it's difficult, and I was pushing. I was saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's difficult, but we can do it." And after time, and and that was a lesson from from Japanese uh, mind. Uh, they were saying no, mm-hmm. and. Like that, there are many other example, examples. I, I don't know how to develop a way to, to, to read what is happening, to read the, um, the, uh, behind the curtain, what, what is happening behind the, behind the words, behind the face, behind the expressions, uh, what some specific smiles uh, mean. I mean, they are not happy. They are nervous, or they are not celebrating. They are telling you to leave, <laughs> for example. So it it is fascinating, and and I think I uh, I I I couldn't say how to develop that, but uh, uh, but it's something you definitely um, catch after. Uh, um, not only studying Japanese language, Japanese culture, but but living there because yeah, you can read a lot and and there are three fantastic books on on Japanese gestures and and culture, but you have to leave it. You have to be there and and, and understand uh, what they really mean behind uh, what they are saying or showing. You know that what is true about uh, well the 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 honne and the tate, right? The, mm-hmm. What they show and what, what they really mean. So, if you know these concepts, you know that uh, that might be happening. So um, you have to live it to 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 understand it.
1: Yeah, it's just study, practice, paying attention is probably the most important thing you can do, but. It's easier to pay attention if you've studied it before.
0: Exactly. So. be there. Mm-hmm. be there. Being in the moment. Being uh, uh, actively, uh, you know, here and, here and now. Aqui, ahora, ima kokon, right? The, being uh, very perceptive of the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm the first one to uh, acknowledge that it's hard to be present, especially if you're new to Japan because you're busy trying to translate things in your head because you're like oh I have to say this thing in Japanese oh I don't quite know the grammar so yeah it just takes time just be patient with yourself and do your best because it does get easier
0: yeah it takes time and that's why you you, you must be patient and 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 aware of that yeah, just uh, with a disposition to know it, and, and being respectful, and 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 you know, like uh, passive in a in a, in a way. I mean, not to go. Um, okay, here I am. I'm American. I'm Venezuelan. I'm Italian. I'm whatever. And I'm here in Japan. And this is this is the way I am. Or you know, I, I find many people behaving like that and mm-hmm. and uh, I, I feel ashamed for them oh, no. and and when you when you when you have that approach i mean it's like uh things are not going to go well um so one not advice but suggestion <laughs> i could offer is just to control yourself and just see in silence observe uh, watch, uh, listen to to the situation, to 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 the people talking to you, and 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 be passive. Just wait until being uh, said what to do or what not to do.
1: So then, can you think of anything that foreigners can do to help cope with this um, uniquely Japanese ma? Is there, because um, part of it is just an anxiety thing. You just want to keep things going. You want to make sure that you're in control in some way. I feel like that's one reason Americans, especially just like to fill the spaces. It makes us feel like we're in some amount of control. So do you have any advice in that area of coping with it?
0: Mm, well, um, first, uh, if it's uh no matter if it's a short trip for tourism or business or if you're gonna study there for a year or or work or if you are definitely moving to japan uh first things i would suggest is to to read about japan to 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 inform yourself about uh, basic uh etiquette or or um the 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 culture the society of japan there are three books uh, i would like to recommend on this um, sense uh one is uh japanese gestures by tada michitaro this is a, a a very um it's a short book it's a very easy easy to read and it's fascinating how he Uh, describe and how he explain uh, the the essential Japanese gestures. Another one uh, which will help a lot is uh, An Introduction to Japanese Society by by Sugimoto Yoshio. And uh, last but not least, Understanding Japanese Society by Joy Hendry. those three titles, you can find find them in in Amazon. These three books uh, will give you like a very serious and easy to read overview of Japanese uh, people and and culture. And and another thing, another suggestion would be uh, just try to meditate and have Mm -hmm. some silence in your day. yeah and also of course studying japanese uh, i yes. mean <laughs> just having at least a clue of, of the basic japanese ex- expressions and, and 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 the polite japanese of course because that that will make a big difference you know yeah, well you know it. you perfectly know it, the the very first impression yeah. you, you you if you don't use the 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 formal japanese in the first expression uh, you will go nowhere with that person maybe with, that first expression is essential so just take uh, take a time to 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 learn at least the yoroshiku and that will help a lot
1: yes and I'm a and big <sighs> proponent of learning the language and the culture at the same time because you just can actually remember things so much better if you understand oh this is because in the culture you Think about things this way. That's why it's phrased this way. So it's definitely good to study both concurrently.
0: Definitely, definitely. That's a very important point. Uh, I have studied some, not many, but other two or three languages, and I haven't found any any other language so deeply connected with the culture. I mean, of of course, you, you will learn more and better any language if you also study the culture but especially but but in Japanese, I find it uh very particular that knowing the the, the culture will help you to understand and apply and improve your japanese mm-hmm. it doesn't happen with i i don't know if it happens if it happens with other uh, languages but but in Japanese it's so um, so important, so evident that connection between uh, language and culture.
1: Yeah, I can definitely agree with that one <laughs> because with other languages, it feels like, it, it definitely adds to it, but it almost feels like Japanese and Japanese culture are just, you can't take them apart from each other. It's not, it's not Japanese culture without the language and it's not the language without the culture. It's just impossible to take them apart.
0: Exactly, um, it was quite interesting to to deal with the um, the rhythm and the speed that the Venezuelan uh, part um, was requiring, and and the rhythm and the speed of the uh, of, of of the Japanese process. So one was. Too slow or too fast for the other, mm-hmm. and and that made us uh, suffer sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, it's hard enough managing people, let alone managing two conflicting at times cultures. So I definitely respect you doing all that work.
0: You know, it's a it's a, it's a challenge. That's why mm-hmm. I think that now uh, many Japanese companies are um for example here in europe uh, i've seen that uh, uh, here in spain the most of the japanese companies almost all i I wouldn't say all but i think like 80 percent are not um uh, they don't have japanese uh executive i mean they they have local executive and they report to germany and like the um, the European the, the headquarters are in Germany, and then from Germany, they report to, to, to Japan. I think uh, they have been aware of these cultural and, and businesses, uh, culture differences, and, and living on or, or trusting, on, trusting more, I mean like li- giving more space to, to local managers will definitely make things easier for, for, for promoting that brand in that country.
1: A little bit of a tangent, but we had mentioned something about this in kind of our pre-conversation. You mentioned that you're kind of seeing a renaissance on LinkedIn um, in terms of good Japanese content from professionals. Would you mind talking a little bit about what you're seeing recently on LinkedIn? That's, um, kind of encouraging or inspiring to you?
0: I'm 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 seeing and I'm enjoying new people, new content, new approaches, and and LinkedIn, especially in LinkedIn, I'm 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 very active in LinkedIn LinkedIn lately, and new perspective, very interesting people interviewing Japanese people who are showing, who are sharing different and, and, and sometimes uh, new sites or new aspects of Japan that we uh, were not um, aware of like three, five, or not to say 10 years ago. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching uh like uh as you say like a renaissance like a reborn on of japanese uh fresh culture more uh, lively colorful more uh, dynamic uh, with the interaction on the interaction with the interaction of of foreigners uh, professionals people from from any part of the globe, uh, Indians, Africans, New Zealanders, Americans, Italians, Venezuelans, uh, it's more open and, and they are giving us more uh, interesting and, and, and inspiring uh, aspects of Japan and, 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 and Japanese culture. Uh, and I hope this may encourage Uh, more people to, or to try at least once uh, their life, this experience of living in Japan or or working or studying in Japan. And and I want to work for that also.
1: Yeah, I've only just recently stumbled into kind of this new, well, not new, but refreshing community about Japan on LinkedIn. And I definitely recommend that people, go try to get involved. There's some great groups that you can join. You can probably also go through my podcast history and just check out the names. I think most people would be happy to connect with you on LinkedIn. So definitely recommend Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: What what did you like the most about this? What is happening that is happening in in LinkedIn?
1: Um, I just like that there are so many new perspectives because culture isn't this big stagnant thing. It's the product of individuals behaving in a certain way with other people. So obviously you're describing it. It isn't an actual thing, it's something that you describe. So the more perspectives you have on it, the better and more complete view you have of it. So having more perspectives from diverse people is a very important thing, I think.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's also very interesting because the the um like the traditional structure is like dissol- not dissolving, but now you have these uh startups uh communities and, and entrepreneurs and and Japanese uh young professionals who definitely don't want to go to the big corporation. So instead, they want to run their own business in 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 whatever, from fintech to to food. But this is uh, this is very interesting because um, uh, it is giving a, a completely new dimension to 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 the. Traditions or the business, even the business culture, because uh, until five ten years ago, you have. Um, I mean, I think the protocol or the etiquette will not die soon. Right. But mm-hmm. but but now you you might be going to for a business meeting with a twenty five years old boy without a suit. I mean, just with a t shirt and and. And a, and a hipster's look mm-hmm. so that is interesting what is happening even even uh, i mean I, I would like to see the um, uh the world of business with japanese entrepreneurs or or startups in, in the in the in these few coming years
1: yeah it'll be very exciting to see so then getting back on track a little bit, um, we're running kind of toward the end of our time. So I would love it if you could share an example from your life of a communication breakdown in Japan that you think was due to differences in culture.
0: As maybe at the beginning when mm-hmm. uh, I just couldn't understand why some, uh, some friends, some, some people, I was uh, some Japanese, um, uh, uh, classmates, I was hanging around with. Uh, they suddenly, uh, I don't know, changed their mind, or, or you know, those those reactions that you never understand. Like you say, why? But I mean, nothing that relevant to 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 remember. I mean, just like small moments, like. Uh, very specific, short, mm-hmm. uh, situations or, or, small situations.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, also because I was, I had, uh, I took some time, uh, studying about what I was going to find. And I also had friends who explained me, uh, don't do this, don't do that. And be careful with this, or don't expect that. So in that case, I was kind of prepared to. I I I I couldn't say I I I really had a, a, an important communication breakdown.
1: Yeah, just a lot of small things. They can add up over time, but if you know how to manage it, <laughs> it's not too overwhelming.
0: Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, you don't understand, but then you say, Ah, okay. Well, just whatever. I'm 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 his friend for drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not his friend for 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 studying, or I'm not his friend for. Uh, talking about my life. No, I'm his friend for drinking. <laughs> only that. So I think you also lived it, right? You you know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of compartmentalization, which I think you get anywhere, but it's a little bit more unspoken there, as with a lot of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So if you were chatting with somebody who's going to Japan for business, and yeah. you really only had one thing to teach them about the culture before they got there, what would you tell them? What would you warn them about?
0: Watch before open your mouth. Follow what what the others do. And and be respectful.
1: Yeah, I think that's perfect. So is there anything (laughs) you'd like to quick tell my audience before we head off for today?
0: Um, Well, for your audience, well study Japanese, uh, read about Japan and enjoy Japan and be ready for a a probably life-changing experience. Now we have a lot of resources and your podcast is definitely a very good resource with uh, sharp and precise information on on how to understand and how to manage um japanese culture japanese business culture so just be ready to learn be ready to to understand and open yourself to a completely different uh world and that's all
1: (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for sharing your time and your experiences and your insights i learned a lot and i'm sure that everybody listening will too I hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Be sure to check out the links in the description of this episode to learn more about Byron, his company, and all of his activity on LinkedIn. Please remember to go ahead and subscribe and leave a rating and review if you enjoy the podcast. And feel free to email me at businesssuccessjapan at gmail.com if you have any other questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes or interview topics. Also, be sure to reach out if you would like to contribute as a guest on the podcast to share your own cultural insights into doing business in Japan. But for now, remember that the more you learn, the more confident you will become as you explore all of the opportunities Japan has to offer you. Until next time, mata kondo!